0: You're listening to The Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors, authors of The Soul Ties Detox, and founders of The Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote self-love
1: for singles, and support strong, healthy relationships for couples. Here on The Soul Ties
0: Podcast, we answer your questions. So join us weekly on Facebook Live, where we look forward to interacting with you live and on air. Do you
1: have a burning question to send us? then go to relationshipgoals.tv that's relationshipgoals.tv
0: now let's get into today's episode you're listening to a soul Ties summer rewind where we play back some of our most popular episodes thus far Now we'll be back in september with a new season and new episodes don't miss out don't miss your opportunity to ask your burning questions or to participate with us live subscribe on facebook and instagram at ask the martins oh and one more thing Starting in fall, Ask the Martins finally comes to YouTube. You'll see a side of the Martins you've never seen before. So find us on YouTube today at Ask the Martins. Subscribe and click the bell and be among the first to see what we have in store.
1: Okay.
0: So we have two letters. These. Uh
1: huh. Okay. So I'm going to start and like I said, I'm going to read as fast as possible. Let my Nigerian fast talking come out right now. Okay. Okay. So dear Kenyon and Takara, I'm in a relationship with a man that I work with. This wasn't planned. I've known him for several years and I've been in a a relationship with him for almost a full year. I'm deeply in love with him. Now he's been married three times. His first wife left him for someone else after two years. Second wife cheated on him after 12 years and then um, controlled and manipulated him narcissistic for five years. That was the third wife. Mm -hmm. I have only been married once and have been divorced for a decade. I find that I want to spend the rest of my life with this man. The problem is that his last relationships interferes with his future. He gets upset When I do things that remind him of his exes, he's upset and rants, not physical, never physical, but he texts crazy accusations that I know he's gone through previously. Mm -hmm. He's been to counseling, he's been to church, and we've prayed. I've tried to walk away, but we keep ending up together. I try not to push or pressure him. I remain humble in disagreements. When he gets angry, I am hurt. I cry, I shut down. Is there any way to have and make this relationship work? Is there anything I should do different?
0: Okay, so that's the first letter.
1: That is the first letter.
0: Okay, fantastic. So that was the first letter. Let's go ahead and get to the second letter, and then I'll tell you how we'll handle these.
1: Yes, okay. So the second letter. I am struggling right now. After almost 20 years, I left a narcissistic husband and covert addict. I spent the last four years grieving it in recovery and in healing and preparing to leave and finally got separated earlier this year. Mm. The new single life caught me off guard. I figured I'd be here for a long time, but I let my guard down to a good guy. He is the real deal. And so I let him in. Mm-hmm. He's in a good place of separ Sorry. He's also in a place of separation and knows he also needs healing. He's been very humble, honest, and a gentleman. My heart is afraid of losing him as a friend in my life or getting my heart broke if he moves on to someone else. God has told me not yet and we discussed it and he agrees because he doesn't know what he wants yet. At the same time he says he enjoys being with me and when he hasn't seen me in a while he misses me and asks questions. Things that are only part of committed relationships. I feel more ready for this relationship and he's nowhere near close. He needs a lot of healing after finding out his marriage ended due to his ex-wife's two-year affair. He has such integrity and in all of the qualities I've always wanted, but he still waffles. I believe we could end up together because I just have a hunch and see the Lord doing things, but I hate stepping back and risking major heartbreak. The other component that makes this gut-wrenching is a woman has become close to, close to and with him. It's the wife of the man his wife cheated with. Okay, I didn't read this part earlier. I'm sorry. It's the wife of the man that his wife has cheated with. So they share a common pain of suffering, manipulative, and shared attraction. There's a lot that's taken place here. So we're, we're kind of going through it, but we just, listen, we, we let y'all in on this. That
0: particular letter was
1: long. That was long. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead, Just So, she just says, I know that I'm in love with this man already. I just don't want an unhealthy obsession or idolatry.
0: So there's one overarching issue that I want to address. And then what I'll do or what we'll do is we'll go back and address each uh, letter because I found some key points that I wanted to pull out in order to help these ladies and these gentlemen. Now, keep in mind, there are no uh, bad guys here. Okay? right. We what we're looking at is we're looking at two people and or or in two different situations having the same kind of common encounter with a man who's been hurt Mm -hmm. um and won't and is not ready to commit while they're ready for a relationship and there are two different um things that we're going to address in those specifically but first the overarching and big problem because this is something that i've seen too many way too many um women uh, get involved with and get involved in the overarching big problem is being attracted to and falling for broken men. Yes, Lord. Now, why I say that is this: being attracted to and falling on both, uh, uh, falling for broken men, is a two-part process that includes both the broken man and you. And so, it's really important that at the very front, what what really alleviates this. Mm-hmm is honesty being honesty being honest about who he is being honest about where he is being honest about what he can't do or won't do and being honest about what you should not be doing and the problem with that honesty is is that we think that we are being honest because we have articulated that we know that they have a problem and that they need healing exactly. however we have not we are not walking in that articulation so you're saying um they are going this way and I should be going this way, but I'm following them this way. Okay. And, in doing that, you're pressing the situation or pressing the relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, bet.
1: No, I was just going to say, because a lot of us women really do believe that if we stick these situations out, we can prove that we are the one that they should end up
0: with. Absolutely. Um,
1: and so we begin to create a works based,
0: Relationship. There it is. From the very beginning. Okay, sorry. Absolutely. No, no, no. That's perfect. That's perfect because you understand it from that perspective. And with that honesty, understand that while you're being honest with yourself and with them and understanding and acknowledging where they're at, they are being honest with you and they are acting on that honesty, right? They are telling you that they are not ready, that they're not ready to move forward, that they're not ready for a relationship, that they're broken men. They're telling you in more than one way. And we'll get into that. Um, They're telling you in several different areas and several different ways. And they're going to walk it out. If, if they've told you, and you continue to offer them, they will receive and not feel guilty. It's not because they're trying to take from you, it's because that you keep giving them something that they've already said that they really don't want the fullness of, but they'll take the smallness of because it meets certain needs that they currently have. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And so this is where I think guys in this situation get the bad rap. Yeah. Because We will shower them with love, shower them with gifts, shower them with chicken dinners, because they probably just need a hot meal.
0: And cake, and cake.
1: And cake, (laughs) you know that pound cake. Shower them with sex sometimes not saying that these ladies have but that happens we give all of that and pour all of that out to them and they receive it because just like my husband said they do have needs and if you keep putting a cookie in front of the cookie monster cookie gonna eat it okay so if you keep putting it out there yes they're going to receive it but then when they decide to go the opposite direction when they decide not to end up with you if that happens you're upset at him because, well, he shouldn't have taken, he shouldn't have led me on. And all this guy is just like, Listen, I told you from the beginning I wasn't ready, I told you from the beginning that's not what I want. I told you we would just have to see, and all none of those statements have a guarantee at the end of it. Um, and so we have to take a step back. Mm-hmm and be accountable for and and really be honest and be accountable for the signs that we've missed walking into these situations.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk deeply about this attraction to broken men, um, why you are attracted to them and what's wrong with them. Now, understand what I'm saying. Yes. I'm not saying the men are wrong. I'm saying that there's something wrong with them. When we are broken, we are in a place where we need to fix things, where we need to figure things out. And if we're not careful with ourselves, we hurt someone else. You've all heard the saying hurt people, hurt people. Uh-huh. And so there so men will do that and not recognize that because we are so good at putting up the front of being just a great man. And it's not a front that we're not a great man right. but we continue to be who we are publicly and deal with our hurts privately okay so men who are listening i want you to listen to these because if you've exhibited any of these then there's some brokenness in you and there will be there there needs to be some help ladies i want you to look at this because you may have misinterpreted one thing and it could be another that's why discernment is so important but we'll right, go into this right um broken men let's talk about broken men broken men are vulnerable this is attractive to a woman who is a nurturer mm. this is attractive to a woman who who sees a man who's already who's ready for a relationship and she sees a man who is open right okay and and it looks like he's naturally open it looks like he's naturally uh, ready to um engage if you will but right. really uh really he's vulnerable because he's uh, he's vulnerable because he's been humbled Mm -hmm. by you know especially like previously cheating or or someone breaking his heart he's gentle he's reserved and he's apprehensive now what that apprehensive comes off to a lady as is as a gentleman yes it comes off well you know what i'm i want to take my time because i want to make sure that everything is right it sounds fantastic but what it really is is that if his heart has been broken he's scared to move forward because he doesn't want to break your heart he doesn't want his heart broken and whatever went wrong the first time he's still looking for to figure out what that was yep all right amen broken men are also confused we're confused when we don't know what's broken Mm -hmm. okay because if everything looked fine to us and suddenly later on we find out that everything wasn't fine right then we are confused with what is wrong with my world what is wrong with my reality who did what Mm-hmm. And broken man, I want to kind of say this. I, I was going to say this to a little bit to the end, but I want to say it right now because I've been saying this repeatedly this week to many brokenhearted people. Don't let someone else's choices dictate the value that you feel for yourself. Amen. I know it's hard, I know it's easy to say, I know it's easy to put out there, but I want you to recognize that when someone else makes a choice that devalues or rejects you, we receive that and we take that in as a statement of who we are. Right. Especially if that is a person that we have invested ourselves into, especially as a man. Mm -hmm. And so when we're broken, we're being told, that we are not worthy of that investment. And so never let someone else's choice uh, dictate who you are and your value. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the next list. This is really, very important about broken men. Broken men are needy broken men are needy. Again, this is not a negative thing. This is something that we need to understand. Okay. Broken me, broken men needs company. The reason why they need company and friends is because they received a loss. You don't understand when you've been married or been with someone for unten years, five, 10, 15, or 20 years that just because the divorce went through just because they rejected you just because you've been cheated on doesn't mean that they disappear, right? They are still here. Right. And so they are so that man is actually facilitating a loss when he allows that company. Right. So when he allows you to come over, when he allows you to come and spend some time with him, and and, and here men handle hurt by themselves. And so you might misinterpret this as being romantic. Mm. But really it's him saying, Okay, I need this company. I need this quiet time. I have someone to pour into me, and then you go home right because that's the other part and you're facilitating these needs not knowing that he's hurt and you're not and and you're investing in this um uh, uh putting yourself in a position and risking to get your heart broken right so you need to be careful of that a broken man needs validation Okay, he needs to know that he means something to somebody. He'll start working a lot. He'll start doing things at work. He'll start. He'll start. Uh, if he's athletic, he'll pour into athleticism. He, he may pour into his children. He may pour into himself at the gym. A broken man needs to know that he is va- needs to be validated now. Here's the thing. If you're after this broken man and you're pouring validation into him, he's going to be drinking it like a man who's been in a desert for quite some time. Right. Okay. And so he's going to drink it up and you will feel received. See, you're he's not the only person in the situation. You're in this situation. And because you're in this situation and you may have something going on that you have not fully healed yet. And we'll tackle these two uh, later. But um, you'll find that uh, you feel good being that received, especially if you're a nurturer. Right. Okay. So that's very important. If you're a nurturer and you're pouring into this man, he's taking it in, he's taking it up because that's what he needs because he's broken. Right. Go ahead, babe. No, go ahead. No,
1: oh, I'm okay. Like, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing.
0: <laughs> okay. A broken man needs to hunt. This is very important. A broken man needs to hunt, meaning that he needs to feel like a man. He needs to feel like he can he he can attract others again he yeah. needs to feel like he's attractive so y- 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 y'all be
1: careful with these ha- with these hey big head texts right um, now
0: you got you got to understand this is not because there's anything wrong with him it's because it's an intuitive instinct
1: he's getting poor. Poured- he's getting replenished a-, a heartbreak depletes anybody right but it does right. so much more to the man's ego and his psyche so everything that he's exhibiting everything that he's talking about is this man replenishing himself with what that heartbreak heartbreak and that brokenness ripped out of him and yes. whoever is there is going to facilitate that need whether it's for a short period of time or a long period of time
0: you put that perfectly because he if he's lost something he needs to gain some weight yes yes he needs to gain some weight when what we mean by hunt he needs to feel like he is functional as a man and, me, and men tend to one thing we tend to do is pursue women. We need to feel, we need to pursue and we need to feel pursued. We need to feel valuable That's part of the whole validation piece. So what you have here is you have a man, you're pouring into a man who is receiving you and he's feeling like somebody because you're pouring into him, but this can backfire on you. And I'm gonna show you how a broken man needs answers. A broken man needs answers. Because he has, just because of what I mentioned earlier, someone has turned their back on him Mm. and he needs to realize what is it about him that broke that thing. Yeah, We men are fixers and we're going to figure it out. And a lot of times we leave it to ourselves to figure it out alone. But we do need answers. Now, the thing is is that you can't provide answers. What you're doing is if you're dating a man like this, if you're dating a broken man, you're not providing answers, you're providing distractions. And so every time you distract him, you pull him away from his end goal of needing to grow through this point. Let me tell y'all something right now. Tragedy, through tragedy, through tragedy, we grow. Through pain, we grow. Not huge tragedy. I'm not saying that it should happen. But through these hard times, we grow. Go ahead, babe.
1: No, and so just piggybacking off of that, through this, they grow. If you stay even if it's not his goal in the forefront of his mind to grow, that's what this is supposed to do for anyone going through this. Understand that if you're in the way, if you are a distraction in this process, because you're going so hard and heavy after what you want, you can delay or even deter the growth. And so if you really love this person, part of you needs to be honest and and step back and allow this person to grow through this. Otherwise, he will never be ready for you.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I apologize. I said someone asked, can I share? Yes, share. I I apologize. I didn't mean to break. No, you're good. You were on point right there. Now, listen, Broken men needs sex. Well, now I told you when you hear me talk and I've talked to plenty of people. You know, I divide. You know, I, I. There's an understanding of sex between a male and the sex between a female, right? Uh, a, a man and a woman. Women, um, are men are sexual creatures. We are sex. We can. We are sexually oriented, physically. Women are holistically sexual. So what that means is, is that women um, are just every fiber of their being makes love. Uh, when you speak to her, how you speak to her, when you pour into her, when you take care of her, when you secure her, all these different things um, feed into making love to a woman. Men are physically sexual, we're, sexually cre- we're sexual creatures, we're turned on, but there's something else. Sex is medicinal to men. Yes, Lord when when men have sex when the endorphins are released and all that other stuff comes out it's like a pain medication Mm -hmm. it really really that's why i said you're you can be a distraction especially if you're sleeping with them because what you're doing is allowing him to self-medicate himself with you jesus you see what i'm saying and
1: we're not this is very important right and we're not saying that the people who wrote these letters are sleeping with these men
0: right no no no, no. we're not saying we're that. we're not at all. saying
1: that what we're just going down a list because this is for more than just a couple of people whose letters we wrote this is for multiple people who end up in these accidental rebound relationships not realizing that what it is
0: exactly and we men don't understand this again it's not the men who are trying to do this to you, right? Some men can become very pr- predatoristic, or they can predatorial. become predatorial because they're they're angry. If they if they allow their hurt to pervert into anger, that is unleashed, they will become predatorial and then they will seek to do these things. Yes. But many men don't know that this is what we need. Okay. Um, broken men are insecure. Okay. This is very. This is very important. This is where you get the distrust. This is where you get the hypervigilance. This is where you get the hypersensitivity. What are you doing? Where are we going? Who are you talking to? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Why did you say that? Mm -hmm. Why are you thinking like that? Why did you come at me like that? Why didn't
1: you call me back?
0: Exactly. This Mm -hmm. is very important that you understand that's a process of him being broke. He's trying to protect his heart and he's trying to protect. He's with you, but trying to protect himself from you because what just happened broke him. And so that's this is where
1: the 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 line becomes drawn is because somebody just asked, okay, how do we detect that? Well, The main thing is a lot of times we started out, they are very honest with you about what happened in their past. They are very honest that they are pretty sure that they don't want a relationship right now, but they enjoy your company, enjoy you as a friend, as a female companion. The problem then becomes, though, you have to begin to listen to, sorry, watch their behavior. Listen to the things that they say. Watch the things that they do. Because at the end of the day, you have to understand that because you are a distraction, because this can be um, a distraction for him right now, you're also proverbially a punching bag for the hurt that they've uh had to experience and have not yet dealt with mm, and so good. as a woman while we feel like we can take it and if i just love him through it we gonna be okay are you really prepared to number one accept the, the the blows of that person's past and are you prepared to accept the gut-wrenching blow that that's all you were was a punching bag until they were ready to move forward without you
0: wow wow that's powerful that's powerful And they, again, they don't mean to do it, but that's how it comes. Now, the very last one that I have, this is not an exhaustive list, but I want you to get this here because, ladies, this goes right into what Takara was just saying. Broken men are Mm self-loathing. Broken men are self-loathing. You will not catch it. You will not see it, okay? We'll have great dispositions. We'll carry ourselves with... Properly, we'll carry. We'll we we'll, we will carry ourselves like winners, and act like we just won the championship. But we're self-loathing. Here's where you see it when he looks into a mirror and he dislikes what he sees in that mirror now the thing is, is that he's not looking into a physical mirror he's looking into how you treat him mm-hmm. you gotta understand that you become the mirror and he starts hating himself through how he, how you treat him and he won't trust you here's the reason why if someone he loved and poured into yes. just kicked him to the curb like he was garbage and broke him then he's gonna question him he's gonna question you or why he, he means so much to you you right why are you after him so much i must can't trust you there i mean yeah because there's and i don't like myself in you
1: exactly because there is obviously something wrong with me there must be something wrong with you for loving me. yes yes and so you begin to get that mistreatment
0: as well absolutely this is very important um Oh yeah, it absolutely. does go for
1: broken women, but we're speaking to to the broken man at this point right now, and right we and, talk a lot about broken women.
0: Well, yeah, we do talk. We 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 spend a lot of time in those areas. Yes, it can go. There there are a few tweaks here and there for that, right? Um, but all of that is to answer the two. Letters that we received, and the many more, as we see that there are people who said, right. I have experienced that. So, the idea is to understand when you're dealing with the broken man, you need to be discerning, not chasing. That's the problem. When people say, I don't see it. When people say, how do I see it? That's because they're not looking for it. They are looking for a husband. They are looking for somebody to be with them. They are looking to fill their space and to fill their void. And if you're not careful, you're going to fill it with something that doesn't belong there. Right. And, and, and it's going to be and then you're going to be hurt because hurt people hurt people. Thank you. So that's very important. I want you to understand that. So. Can I go back to the first letter real quick? You can go back to the first letter. There are some things that set out. Okay, so the first letter, the first thing that uh, uh, stood out was um, the first wife left him for someone, and he was with the first wife for two years. The second wife left him, uh, cheated on him, he was with her for 12 years, and the last wife he was with for five years. Now here's what we're here's what I'm looking at because I pulled this out here and and she gave me some ages so I, I I did some mental math here and the first wife was someone where they got married young yep and he probably and things weren't going right and she just went ahead and left left him the second wife was where he poured into the second wife was where he made his home the second wife was where he 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 became a man and became a husband right after she cheated on him. The third wife, controlled and manipulated him here and so this gives me an idea of who he is what he did was he was a broken man he rebounded to this woman who utilized that brokenness from a narcissistic point of view and she caused him to do everything for him And so he just did all he could to appease her because he was afraid of being cheated on again he was afraid of losing her. and what he did was empower that narcissism or that self-centrism of her right okay so that's a rebound so he's been broken thrice and but that's that middle one was the one that did it right right and so while you're dealing with this man he's already said i'm not ready he's already not even in his words in the way that he barks at you and the way that he yells at you and the way that he questions you and you, and yes. distrust you even if I question if he's been to a counselor, I would say go back if it's and I would say go to licensed clinical counseling. There's a process that this man must go through because he's been through a level. Men don't like to say that we hurt. And men don't like to say that we're traumatized. Now, this is not big war traumatized. This is small war traumatized. Something has happened in his life that has broke him the way he feels like he's a man. And unless he gets that back and begins to understand who he is, he's not going to be any good for anybody. I'm not saying he's not any good. He's not going to be any good for anybody because he's hurting. Do you understand what I'm saying? Go ahead, babe
1: there's a process that he needs to go through and that process cannot include you. You cannot help him through it. You cannot pray him through it. You cannot will him through it. He has to go through that willingly and on his own outside of feeling the pressure of you trying to uh, grab him for
0: yourself. Absolutely. And there's something else you've said too. And I want to, I want to point this out. You said, when I do things that reminds him of his ex, flashback PTSD. He rants, not physical, never physical. When people say things like that, you just drew, drew me a picture. You made sure that I understood that he wasn't physically abusing you. That leaves verbal abuse. That's right. That's what he's doing. And that's why you walk away crying. That's why you shrink and you try to appease, but you can't appease his wound because he has an open wound. Do you understand what I'm saying? So th- there's no appeasing there. Go ahead, babe. Um
1: one thing that I was going to say mm-hmm. is you were very, very, very adamant about expressing that he is a good guy, that he is a sweet man. And you definitely made sure that you pulled that out and told us that he is a sweet man but there is a contrast there in how he treats you when he is triggered by his past. There is something that's going on with him and something that's going on with you that causes that to trigger him. And a, someone that is severely wounded and broken from their past um, has the very broad potential to be an emotional abuser. Because they're a good guy though, We dismiss it because they say they love God. We think it surely can't be them. However, I always say this. And am I stepping on anything that you're saying in the future? Okay. Mm -mm. I always say this. If you tell someone that you love that they are hurting you, it is up to them to make those changes to ensure that they do not hurt you any further. Absolutely. If they continue to hurt you, it is up to you to make those changes so that they do not hurt you any further. And right now, I, it feels like the the focus is on getting him yours, getting him through this so he can be yours, and not getting him through this so he can be whole.
0: Have you ever been listening to us, Takara and Kenyon, and wondered what if they could be my personal coaches? Okay. What if we could be your personal coaches through some of the toughest issues of your relationship or singleness? What if we told you that we are prepared to go anywhere you are? And not only that, but a community of those just like you will be there too. We've got something special for you. Our goal to guide you and thousands of others from heartbreak to wholeness has just gotten upgraded we recently opened the doors to the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. This is our private community designed specifically for you so that you can grow in the healthy love that you were designed for. And our dynamic healthy love roadmap houses a rapidly growing library of guidance made for wherever you are in your relationship journey. Are you interested in joining? Visit thehealthyloveclub.com. That's the Healthy Love Club, all one word. dot com. Visit today to get started. And and there's a level of, like Kenya. Kenya, hey Kenya. Kenya, just ask. So how do you help him? You know, and go ahead.
1: Well, first, because before Kenya asked, uh, Mario
0: asked a question. Oh, I did not see that.
1: Yeah. Let's he, go to Mario. He said every, every relationship after my first heartbreak have been all the same. Is, has it been me all along? Um, and, and now I'm saying you'd use that to then how do you help him?
0: <laughs> here, here's what I would say, uh, Mario. If it's a cycle, if you're cycling, there are levels that are you. I never want to victim shame. If someone has hurt you and victimized you, they made particular choices in order to do that. There are parts that we play in that dysfunction of that relationship. Outside of the big things of right, like somebody right. putting a gun to your head, there are parts that we play. So what you have to do is you got to look back at the parts that you played in the victimization or in in a, in the dysfunction of that relationship. In other words, they said yes or no to a particular opportunity to hurt you. However, you opened the door to that opportunity to being hurt. Does that make sense? I'll 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 use myself as an example. Um, in a past relationship, one of the things I did was I walked into the relationship only being trained for being a husband by a church telling me that I'm supposed to be the man of the house. Right. And I walked in trying to stomp like the big dogs, trying to proclaim, declare, and and speak manness into my home. <laughs> right. And say that I'm the man of the house. You treat me like this. Now, after so many years of saying you treat me like this, you treat me like this, she began to believe That she was not the one So there she she made some decisions Of her own That hurt me that I would never. I, I, it took me a while to come back from. However, I let her own those decisions, but I own the part I played, and um, and and helping her make those decisions. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. Okay, um, and, and I own the part that I play, Not only let me let me let me be clear here because I want to make sure that people understand that I'm not saying keep uh, talking. Okay, nope, keep talking. I want to make sure that people understand that I'm not saying that. Um, If I had not have made those mistakes, I went back to the beginning of the relationship. I went back to identifying what exactly it was I was looking for. I went back to identifying how I went about looking for them. I went back to identifying the flawed mentality in which I dated at that point once i began to discover that then i began to discover why i kept ending up in the situation that i was in mm. now i tell you i did not date a lot after that i dated very very infrequently but <laughs> i was but i was very adamant about making sure that i was a different person so mario i i apologize for going on and on and on about that but i want to make sure that you understand that um don't beat yourself up for the decisions that somebody else made you are, you are still you god still loves you but we have to take accountability for the part that we played in our madness and and that's and and and, and i i while there's education behind this i really lay this on top of uh scripture in the sense that we have to become aware of our flaws in order to repent from them and ask for help to move away from them Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. or to get that salvation that we need every area in our life where we need rescue we must first admit that we're drowning in something okay jesus um
1: Um, but yes kenya was asking how do you help him go willingly
0: to counseling okay here's the thing (laughs) Uh, and i know Takar, you want to take that Well, is she married? I don't know if we're dealing with this situation. I don't I don't assume that she's married. If she is, she'll let us know.
1: Right. And so, Kenya, what I would say to that is that you can't help somebody willingly do anything. Um, They have to willingly want to. You can gently suggest it. If you're in a relationship with somebody who is hurting you as a result of it, then you have to take a step back and say, listen, I love you. However, this behavior is hurting me. And until you get the help that you need, I cannot be a part of this. The problem is we become so afraid that they're going to find somebody else in the process of us stepping away.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: That Okay. Um, we're sorry. back. I'm sorry. We had a <laughs> sorry. we had a hiccup. The problem is that we are we get so caught up in the idea that they may find somebody else that we refuse to um we get so afraid of that that we refuse to really take that step back and give them the help. Um but somebody honey then asked, what well, if you're with somebody who's married and acting like this?
0: Okay. Well, first of all, I kind of want to go back a little bit. Kenya, because and she is engaged. I want to go. I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to go back. Okay. We have to understand that people have their own wills. You, we cannot change someone else. Right. It's important that we understand that point. We have limitations when it comes to someone saying they will or won't do something. Right. And you have to make some tough decisions at the point where they say they won't do something. Right. We can't. We can't change them. Um. And I always use this as my as my go to thought process for God so loved the world that he gave Mm. his all his only begotten son, that whosoever, that whosoever, there is a limitation of if God has limited himself. Not that he's limited, but if he limited himself to our choices, then we must understand that we are most certainly limited to choices. And I understand where that comes from. And, and I, I want to address this real quick. Babe. Yeah, no, no, no. Good. It comes from the place of nurturing. Yeah. Ladies, if you especially Kenya, if you're a woman who nurtures, you want to see your man happy, you want to see him whole, you want to see him help. It comes from a good place that you want to do that and you want to you want to see what you can give. And and because you are a nurturer, you feel like a failure if you don't. Mm. and but you have to understand that that is not your responsibility it's so very important i I want you to get that it's not your responsibility at some point the line is drawn and it is his responsibility to get the help that he needs and that is not a reflection on you as a woman wife or someone who loves him understand Mm. that okay yes
1: Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, she's saying they're engaged. And so Kenya, if you guys have not gotten premarital counseling, um, I would highly recommend not just going to a church pastor for premarital counseling, going to a licensed clinical counselor to help you begin to work through that, because Y'all wouldn't be engaged if you didn't genuinely love each other. Right. And so what, what I would suggest is you take these, these insecurities, you take this, this pain and you take it to a clinical counselor that is going to be able to help you unpack that and then learn to work through it together as a couple, because as a married partner to someone who was in this, um, unfortunately sometimes if it's not dealt with appropriately, it can only escalate in a married situation. And so what we would suggest that you do is go to a licensed clinical counselor to help you work through this. Number one, just work through your life together. Life is already going to be challenging enough merging as husband and wife. When you add on our past pain history on top of that, it makes it so much more difficult. So go to learn how to be together as husband and wife, but also go to learn how to cover each other's broken wounds in that if we are nothing else, we are our spouses covering and, and what we are and who we are in that relationship. So I just wanted to make sure I pointed that out. To you.
0: Absolutely. And of, of course, Kenya, if you have any more questions, just hit us, uh, hit us in the message. Yeah. Um, um, Privately or whatever the case may be. We appreciate that. And in, um, that interaction. Um, and she says she is a nurturer. And most, 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 most women are nurturers. You, and, and, I think the hurting point is that you feel like a failure or you feel like if you don't push forward that you're leaving him behind and then there's a guilt there. And um, But once you understand that is not your responsibility, and that's not in a bad way, that's in a good way, because there's certain decisions that we must make as men to figure some things out. Okay. Okay. Um. Let me go ahead. And so I wanted to point that out for the first one. For, so for first person, if you're there, we're still um, on the first letter. Y'all we got We we, su- we really suggest um, that you back off. I know that you let me I want to I want to make this observation uh, for both of you ladies who are on this. Uh, both of the ladies who sent these letters. I want to make an observation. You have to stop investing in other people until you become discerning about who they are. Right. What has happened here? You're in love because you married somebody who refuses to marry you. And now for you to walk away, you have to emotionally divorce somebody who never married you. Jesus. He may not feel the hurt and the pain that you feel. So you now you have to you you have to look at yourself and you have to say okay I'm a nurturer I know I poured into him this is a weakness of mine right. so I will refuse to do that this day forward for anyone but I have to now break this bond with him that I allowed to be built does that make sense to everybody Oh Amen Okay let me jump into the second one because I saw some key situations in the second one. The second one, she was with uh, um, her husband for 20 years and he left. She left him finally. Um, She identified him as narcissistic and that he was a covert addict. So that suggests to me that there was some selfishness going on, some personal hurting, some personal brokenness. She went through grief counseling. She went through some recovery, but she didn't leave him until about a few months ago to earlier this year. Right now. Here's the problem with that already off the rip just because you left the home doesn't mean that you left him there's a lot of residual him left in your mind yeah. Not only that, you spent 20 years being a wife. You're not going to just say I'm single and not a wife no more. You have habitual wifeness in you, if that's uh, right. You know what I'm saying? It's comfortable. It's comfortable being a wife. So when you see a man who needs you, who d- desires you, and when you see you, It's hard not being a wife to him. And that's what caused your you had walls up and it was easy until you saw a man in a vulnerable state. And then that's when you begin to pour some wifeness into him. Mm. That was the problem. So that's where there is a situation where you need to step back and start to reevaluate how healed are you? Mm -hmm. You might be healed from the hurt that he leveled you with, but you're not healed from him. You're not separated from him. He's still in here. He's still in here. You're still comfortable with his dysfunction, even if it hurts. Sometimes we get hurt. Sometimes we get comfortable with hurt, even though it does hurt. So we tolerate it a little bit more. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. So I want to make sure that you understand that you're not done 20, 20 years this stuff has been he's in you 20 years yeah so you're not just going to say up I'm done. But like that said, I'm walking away. Now,
1: th- w- we understand that what can happen in a marriage is that if you grow apart over the years. What, we, for whatever that means. For whatever. Yeah. If you grow apart, if there you feel like, oh, well, we haven't, you know, we hear what we haven't slept together in two years and so my marriage is practically over. No, it's not because you still continue to live in that dysfunction for a period of time anyway. And so, I think a lot of times we feel like because we our head was outside of the place, you know, of where we were physically, that that meant we were done. What will always end up happening is that something's going to trigger that loss. Yes. Whether it's now, whether it's later, something's going to trigger that. Because guess what? If you haven't grieved and properly processed and worked through and gotten over that last marriage, then at the end of this, you're gonna find yourself, like he just said, grieving two marriages, grieving two people, grieving two losses. Absolutely. And so right now what's happening is because you've kind of just picked up and added water to this and made it an instant marriage, it's breaking your heart that the possibility is that it's not going to be yours any longer.
0: Absolutely, that makes sense, that makes sense. No, 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 no. That's perfect. That's perfect. And what we saw in this letter, um, this young lady, she gradually grew. She progressed and to fall. She, she let off a little bit at a time until she finally fell in love with him. And she found, listen to this now, she found that he was dealing with the person, the, the wife of the man who cheated on him or who cheated with his wife. In other words, you have two broken people. You're you're in love with one of them, and the other one is broken, looking to fill a hole, looking to fill a space. Mm-hmm. There there could be some vindictiveness. You don't know. There could be some anger. You don't know. There could be a lot of things going on as they share this commonality of hurt and pain, and you're caught in the crossfire. Right. And and but as as a result, you're saying, well, she's manipulative. She's this. She's that. And at the end of it, you know, there's a lot to this particular letter. But one thing I distinctly remember is you getting advice from a church person and how to stay valid in his life. Hmm. That was manipulative. I'm not saying anything wrong about you. I'm just saying that you are looking to try to you, what you're doing really is you're competing for a man who doesn't know what he wants and he's not supposed to know what he wants he's supposed to be in a hospital somewhere mentally and emotionally you're saying he might need to be he might need some medication um and 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 i'm not saying that flippantly i'm saying that for real for real um, you know because sometimes it takes you there but the idea is is that now you find yourself in an emotional tug of war for this man and that shouldn't be
1: so it sounds like the church member that told you to gave you advice on how to stay relevant in his life probably is another one of those people that believe we should be behaving like naomi told ruth to yeah so let's let's just and again we're not going to go into why you don't want to be portraying you know uh, ruth but here's here's the problem with that is that we often get in our head that because ruth was able to go into a man's chambers and lay at his feet and show herself to him and and make sure that he saw her that that's what caused him to marry her right so we flip that into present day that we believe that you know we use ruth well ruth went to go show her so ruth went to go make sure she got his attention Ninety nine point nine three seven three two percent of the time. If we exhibit those same behaviors that Ruth did to Boaz, we are going to come up hurt. Ruth put herself in a very vulnerable and dangerous position and God happened to work it out in her favor. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Right. Go ahead. I don't want to say God because now we've got to get to another thing. It happened to work out in her favor.
0: It, it there was a lot of cultural uh, situations that was going there, on there, right? And he had she had his attention when she was gleaning the field anyway, right? So he was watching her anyway. But there's a lot of cultural. Uh, uh, Small parts in there that, right. that we need to. That's why I was trying not to access. go too deep right. into yeah, 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 it. Yeah.
1: However, we cannot use that same mentality that Ruth did to go put yourself at his feet in order to believe that he is going to turn his heart um, to us. Just be
0: very careful of that. Sir. Absolutely. Plus. When we look at that we have to look at the discerning the discerning piece of that of who he was he was already known he was already known who he was and that he was unmarried there are some things that you need to know up front and you need to be before the problem i found in this story was that i was caught off guard Mm mm-hmm Okay. And I'm not saying everything happens perfectly. I'm not saying everything happens the way we want it to happen. But what I will say is that you need to be if you're either you're in or you're out, either you're dating or you're not. And that needs to be a standard stance. Okay, that needs to be very important. And when you are dating, you need to understand it as a as an opportunity to assess a potential mate for you not to fall in and marry somebody with all of your actions and gestures and then and then watch and see how they respond. Right. That's not how it goes down. And so that's and and I'm trying not to say too much because I'm still I'm still eking out this book. It should be done. Um, (laughs) Right. (laughs) But but the idea is this understanding that when you date, you date and you don't marry. Too many of us are marrying our dates and then asking what we missed. The very first thing you miss is the whole idea of what dating is in the first place
1: it's discovery
0: <laughs> absolutely it is definitely discovery um it's very important for you to understand that and, and and i'm not trying to wrap you on the wrist for that what i'm just trying to do is help you understand why you fell for him because you had a home missing yourself you you're you're a wife without a husband mm. and that hurts right and it hurts you on a level that's deeper than you may realize. Right. So don't make anyone else a husband. Now you're in a place where you have to pull back from him because now you're worried about him. You're wondering what he's doing. You're wondering what he's talking about with this other woman. You have a lot. You're trying to you you try to say that he doesn't want a relationship, but you're already You're already in a relationship. You're just waiting for him to say go. So you're just waiting for him to validate that relationship. But you're already there and you need to get out of it. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. It's not turning your back on him. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not um it's 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 not saying that you don't like him or you're not attracted. Um you fear losing him. Imagine this. I say I know you're not ready for a relationship. I'm here for when you're ready, but I fear losing you. It becomes It's contradictory. When I fear losing you, some part of me feels like I have you. Don't do it. Listen, don't do it.
1: And if, I mean, honestly, this can become a, 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 a toxic tendency. It could become a dangerous situation because if you fear losing something that you believe that you have, but has not really been given to you you can begin to take um, unnecessary measures to try to keep hold and keep grasp of that. Absolutely. And so you have to be very careful about um, pursuing that. But can we address though, the fact that a lot of times when we get into these situations, mm-hmm. we go, we allow it to go so deep because we believe that God has this person in our lives. Is it okay to go there yet? Yeah, we can go there. You want to go there? it's okay to go there okay
0: we're ready to stop us and move your toes
1: so here's and and, you know we talked (laughs) we talked about this last (laughs) night in our support group for our book but we we misinterpret when the scripture says you know god wants us to have the best or what god you know god wants for us what we want for us and all that stuff right yes he wants the best for us but it has never been up to us to choose what was best for us. When it comes down to relationships, it has never been us to, for up to us to give that to God to say that God said that was best for us. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Um,
0: I, was, I was wondering because like, you know me. Sorry,
1: we make choices. God never, ever, ever put himself, inserted himself into relationships that way. And so we give him credit and we put God on situations because we want them. And because it feels good, we believe that it must be God because it seems right to us. And however we have manifested it within ourselves, it must be God because God would never allow his child to go wanting. God would never allow his child to be put in a position to see something that they want, but they can't have.
0: So Absolutely. No, no, no. It no, must I'm be with God. You. Right, right. It's, it, it comes from a point of, here's the thing, and I'm going to be honest with you. We say, I'm going I'm to give this over to God and I'm going to wait on God. And the reason why is, is because we were waiting for, we are waiting for a, a, a feeling that justifies the feeling that we already have which there goes discernment out the window and discernment is totally out the way we're we're looking for signs and wonders and miracles or whatever the case may be. We're counting calendars, we're counting days. We're looking at how we met. We're looking at the situation. We're looking at all these different things,
1: comparing it to other people's situations.
0: Absolutely. And we, yeah, absolutely. And we're, uh, and we're not being discerning. We, what we've done is we've become, uh, blind, To thinking and assessing who we have in front of us and what we end up doing is inheriting them them and their problem that they bring along with them and the thing is about being discerning is if we really 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 thought about it and we really waited on God what we would do is we would build our character in God and then as we build our character in this word over here as that character grows we'll know what we're looking for because we know what that character looks like yes that's the difference and that's how you're able to discern who i'm supposed to be with what i want what i like all those different type things and some of that stuff won't be in there but you begin to have your you begin to understand that this is the character that I need. I need patience. I need compassion. I need someone who won't hurt me. I need someone who is kind. I need someone who actually loves me. I need a man who's going to sacrifice himself for me. um, Just like Christ in the church, not sacrifice himself like as die, but at least at the very minimum die to himself. Now you're dealing, when you're dealing with people who don't know what they want, they can't die to what they don't know because they don't Mm. know themselves. They're still trying to get a healing, right? You're trying to, you're trying to, if you're trying to connect with someone who still needs a healing you're connecting with someone who's half a half a person not a whole person and you're missing it i'm not saying they're going to be perfect i'm not saying they're not going to have problems at the end at the back end of that but what i am saying is you want someone who's at least going in that right direction god is not a matchmaker that's the bottom line god is god is not you know your dating app god is not you know plenty of fish. God is not going to do all the work for you. You're going to have to do some work on yourself. And that work first starts with you. And then as that work goes through you, it will, it will be exhibited in who you choose. Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, if you're on iTunes, we can't grow without you. So help spread the love, rate us, leave a review, and share your favorite episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Ties podcast so you won't miss any future topics or your questions being answered. Do you have questions that you want us to answer? Just visit relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals, all one word.tv. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoy the program.